Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sacred Flesh, a beauty podcast with a ghostly twist. My name is Lee Wick, and I'm the owner of Vanity Makeup and Skin, which is a gothic day spa in downtown Spokane, Washington. I also own Vane Industry Elevation, which is a aesthetics uh, continued education and training company, and that is located inside Vanity Makeup and Skin at 421 West Riverside Avenue, Suite 820 inside the uh, haunted wild Paulson Center. And today, I'm going to start out quickly introducing the round table, but I'm going to start with my friend and my sweetheart, who used to call me Mama Lee. Oh, I still do. Oh, so <laughs> cute. Taylor Austin. Taylor, hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. It's been a long time coming having you on the show because I've got to watch your career from the where we've been licensed very quickly together. You were the class right after I graduated, which I was so pissed that I didn't get it raise hell with you there in beauty school. Me too. We would have gotten in a lot of trouble, but um, I have watched you ever since then. And then I knew you back when you were a makeup girl at the mall, like me. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so tell us a little bit about, well, first off, before we go around and introduce everybody else, you got to use the haunted bathroom today. Did you feel anything wild in there? No, I didn't. But almost when you go into a place that you feel that's haunted, I feel like spirits don't really show themselves right, right away, right? Right. The first time I used it when I was here, when was Oh I, gosh, like, it was in 2020? Yeah, mm-hmm. the year of, you know, COVID. Yes. Um, I felt a lot more, I wouldn't say despair, like yes. good spirits, but I think it's because no one was in the building, right? Yes, Everyone's it was still quarantining. Yes. Yeah, quarantining. Yes, that was yes. a good time. And I trained um, Taylor in dermaplaning. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And we were here on a Sunday, mm-hmm. oh. so there was no one in the building, no not one. even Anchored Art, where Saturdays kind of get a little bit witchy too, but there's still, the salon's open and the tattoo shop is open on the first floor. And we're the only but ones we're still alone up We're here. still alone. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi, Bailey. Hi. Hi. Brennan. Hello. My main B. How's it going? Good. Um, we are going to get right into it today. Let me just give everybody a little update because I talked about the Oregon Aesthetic Show last time. Um, got back from that. That was a lot of work. I think next time I will go with vain rather than vanity. Um, I uh, didn't realize, I guess, how many students attend those shows. I guess that was dumb of me. I just didn't really know what to expect because it was only my second trade show. One with Vane I did was extremely profitable and one with Vanity we broke even, which is still great. However, it was way too much work for me to justify. Um, I'm still in this classroom. There are still boxes of shit that I packed up trying to move and... um, my husband setting up a big, it was a, it was a beautiful booth. I made a, I got great feedback. A lot of estheticians said it was their favorite booth, but so many students, I think I, I don't want to miss the opportunity to connect with them through Vane next year and Vane's mm-hmm. way easier. Um, most of it's digitized. We get in the car and go. So that's from my um, esthetician listeners that are out there that are going to ask me how that went. Um, business at Vanity is really doing great. We have our Black Friday specials that we announced, and those are badass. We've had a great year, and I really feel strongly that offering those kinds of um, steep discounts once a year gives my clients an amazing opportunity to try services they might not ever otherwise be able to afford. And it's still profitable for me. It opens the door for way more people to come in and enjoy all this weirdness that we do. So let's get down to it. Does anybody have anything they want to say? No, I'm excited to hear what we're talking about today. Because Taylor has a lot of ghost stories. She's oh, weirdo yeah. like me. Yes. <laughs> I love ghosts. Yes. The paranormal. <laughs> yes. So, Taylor, tell us about your business. So, I am a Richland, Washington-based sugaring studio. Um, I specialize in sugaring, which is um, an alternative form to hair removal. Yes. It's made with three basic ingredients, water, sugar, and lemon. I also do the dermaplaning facial. That's the one facial I offer for skincare. Nice. I also rent out my space to Sarah Palmer. She's amazing. Do I know her? You probably do. She's been an esthetician for 16 years. Okay. She specializes in skincare. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not biased. Yeah. But she's yeah. been taking care of my skin for years. Yeah. Even before she started renting from me. Yes. So she came on in March. So she started renting from me in March. So mm-hmm. it's been a great aspect. And you guys mind. already worked together as far as she was your esthetician. Yes. So she, you already knew how she did. services. Nice. Yeah. Because she kind of does hair removal too, but yeah. mainly 
facials are her thing. A great referral. Yes. Yes, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. And so tell us today, everybody, our, our, well, I feel like I need to talk to Bailey. Sorry. This is my rabbit hole. Hi. Hi. Um, How are you? You've had a lot of, you've had a lot of changes in your life yes um okay well compared to last before we go right into taylor's top five sugaring um things that people need to know and then get ghosty okay um since last podcast way better i'm doing way better um i moved and i mean that's the big update i would say getting settled um, she got her first apartment. Yes, you did. How old I are did. you? Twenty-four. Good for you. Yes, yes right. Yes. And she and she's lived on her own before, mm-hmm. but this was her first that she got on her own. Yeah, like literally on her own, which yeah. is. Awesome. I will say, as a woman, living on my own for three years was the best thing that ever happened. Right before I got literally. married, before because yes. then you really know yourself. Yes, you know if you want things dirty, it's dirty on your time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you want things clean. It's on your time. And mm-hmm. you can make things as girly as you want. Nobody's going to touch your shit. Literally, Everything is. It's so pink. It's so nice. So, yeah. Is pink I, your color? Oh, yeah. You love pink. And she's yeah. like, Lee's like, you better know how much I love you because no one <laughs> no has one. been able no. to bring pink in. <laughs> no. Yes. Go look in my room. There's pink, red, purple. <laughs> All the shades of pink. That's yes. right. And she, I'm like, well, make it ghosty. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. That's Make it weird. That's good. Okay. <clears throat> Do you have any updates on your life, B? You're just sitting there kind of stoically. That's you're just ready for the you're just ready for the the weird shit to start. Yeah, no, I'm I'm ready ready to hear about sugaring and uh uh yeah, nothing I mean as always podcasting life is just crazy. It is. It is crazy. <laughs> so. Well, I appreciate you as yeah. always. You're my good friend. Top 5 skincare things that people need to know about sugaring. So, exfoliating is key cuz you've been doing pot wait so you were the first sugar in tri-cities yes i want you to prop yourself up a little bit because you are no not not physically (laughs) (laughs) no i mean give yourself props because you really started something in the tri-cities that's now sort of taken off yes but you were the og like i when everybody looked on who i originally worked for before i went on my own were like and tracy of course but it was just Pretty much us three. Yes. And I knew before I graduated school that I wanted I to remember. do sugaring. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to specialize in intimate sugaring because it wasn't offered really in Tri-Cities. Mm. You could go anywhere and get your brows done, underarms, get a Brazilian wax, but I wanted to specialize in that intimate service of it. Correct. To make people feel comfortable. And so when I brought it on and when I finally went on on my own, I was really fortunate because it wasn't a big market, right? Right. And now I am happy that it's become way more popular. Because your books are closed, right? Yeah. Well, they're not closed. Um, I've learned over the years, I would never say no to a new client. Correct. If I never close my yeah, books. Uh-uh. If they are willing to wait four to six weeks, Hell I, yes. will, I will get them in. You know? Yes. I will never say, oh, my books are closed because it's it's been a trend seeing like these new estheticians, right? They have a... Literally. And I don't mean to say this and, you know, knock down anybody, but, you know, you're booked out for three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What if you have an opening yeah. and then you post, oh, yeah. I have an availability tomorrow at noon. Yeah. People have already announced- put in their head that you're not taking new clients. Correct. For me, I feel like it's a kiss of death too. I yes. totally agree. Excellent point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, even if you're going on vacation mm-hmm. and I might never see you again, I'm going to charge you a different price yes. because you're going to be a first time Brazilian. You know and what I mean? attrition happens every year. People move yes. where you don't necessarily lose clients based no. on you lapsing in your skill set or something. But especially in 2023 with the economy, mm-hmm. you have, you can never say your books are closed. Yeah. No. You can say you're not accepting mm-hmm. you're booked out. That's that make that's psychologically extremely powerful yes. for a client where mm-hmm. my Saturdays we're booked out until February, you know, yeah. for, and, and that's how my Saturdays, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm so thankful for that. So thankful, yes. Mm-hmm. But, so go ahead. And yes. it's good, right, because in the summertime, I mean, it's so hard in the summertime to, to, to take on new clients for what I do, you know, removing the hair. Oh, but yeah. come winter, not everybody gets half legs or full legs. Yeah. So but it gives see, me... And we're opposite. Because yes. in the summertime, Bailey, I'm like, we got to hustle, we got to hustle waxing, because mm-hmm. we don't yeah. do sugaring. I'm like, we got to hustle that skin removal, because yes. people don't want the downtime for the skin. Yes. So they don't we want to do the don't, peels or anything yeah. like that. Our season is July and August mm-hmm. and September. Mm-hmm. And um, then it starts to ramp back up in November, December, January, yes, February. Yes, for the holidays. Yes. Now like peels, microneedle. Yes. 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 Mm. And so I'll never turn away a new client because for me, I just, 
I, I love everybody and I'll Correct. take on anybody, whether they choose to stay with me after, but if they're willing to wait, yeah. great on them. Yes. I, I will always take them. See, and I, I love that you, um, cause I've watched you when you started out with somebody else and then you went on your own mm-hmm. and then I've just watched you and you don't even really, and I don't mean to say this like to, that you are, um, I'm not trying to, cause you're not an arrogant person, but you never even try, like you effortlessly just get clients. Yes. Because I can tell you don't like really posting on social media. No, I'm the, I'm the worst <laughs> at social media and I'll be the first to admit when, I mean, say with you, when we first started out, I mean, social media was a thing, right? But not as big as it is no. now. And now it's and all bullshit and smoke and mirrors. Yes. yes. And so when you and I would have one-on-one, you know, yes. my mentor would have one-on-one, social media was a big thing. And so I've been working better, but you know, every day, I'm so thankful because on Tri-Cities asks about services, I'm yes. always number one. Yes. And it makes my heart so happy. And it's from people that I don't, I haven't even seen that will refer me to. Yes. The word of mouth. Yes. Which Agreed. all blows my mind. Yeah. I, I'm just so thankful. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that you got an opportunity to um, talk highly of yourself because you're very humble. But it's like, I've watched you. You barely even post anything. And when you do, I know you really well. And I can tell that you feel like I'm doing this as a pain in the ass, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then you go, hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so okay top five sugaring hints here we go officially now like sugaring facts right? sugaring facts yes go okay for it. sugaring so, tips whatever you yeah, want to call sugaring it tips, facts, from whatever. the expert yes so this is kind of a different one but it's been proven that cleopatra herself used sugaring as her form of hair removal okay which would make sense right because yes. sugaring is one of the most I mean, it's the ancient form of hair removal. Yes, mm-hmm. and so it's honey, lemon, it. and water. It's honey, sugar, and lemon juice. Honey, sugar, and lemon juice. Yes. Oh, duh, of course, I forgot the sugar. Yeah, sugar, uh-huh. water, and yeah, sugar, water, and lemon juice. Okay, yeah, not honey, sugar, okay. water, lemon. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Um, exfoliating is key when okay. it comes to any kind of hair removal, and the thing that people don't realize is what's going to work for me isn't going to work for you. So, if you over exfoliate the surface that's been removed. The follicle doesn't give its chance, you know, to heal. So you'll get bacteria in the follicle, which will cause irritation. If okay. you under exfoliate, bacteria will get in the follicle. So for me, I exfoliate different than what I recommend to other clients. Usually I can tell by their skin or their hair, mm-hmm. you know, how many times a week to exfoliate. Coconut oil is bad for down there, down there in the no-nos. You don't want to use it down there. <laughs> Just like it's usually bad for the face as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no coconut oil. Whatever you saw on TikTok, it's yes. not true. Yeah, whatever you saw on TikTok during quarantine, don't listen to it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping the surface moisturize is key as well because sugaring is a natural exfoliant so if you go in and you you know you're good about moisturizing the area obviously don't shove it up the area but you know keep it moisturized like up your badge yeah yeah there's people that do that well people ask me if they should and i'm like i want to do that if i were you hold on back up (laughs) so now we have to we're going into some vagina talk are you ready brennan i'm I'm ready So when, when people, when you're moisturizing, people ask you if they should shove it up there. There, Is that because you have to remove some of the hair, like on the the lips? I just think it's just a question that people ask just because they're unaware. Right. Okay. So like when I say you moisturize down there, their first instinct is like, Oh, all the way down there. Well, no, shove it up there. Yeah. It's just like when you wash, do you shove your soap up there? I hope you don't. I bet people do now. Yeah. (laughs) But that's like why douches are bad. You never know. And anything non-scented down there is going to work. You don't want anything scented. It's going to clog and irritate the crap. Because your pH level is going to, yeah. And you don't Vaginas have a very sensitive pH. And they do. Balls don't like, you know, Brennan. <laughs> I just realized I moisturize my balls too. How are you doing? How are your golden balls doing? They're great. <laughs> <laughs> also, the sugaring is applied the same direction as the hair. Okay. So oh. usually, and I'm a realist, right? I've been yes. doing this for so long. People call me three or four times a week. Does it hurt? Well, I'm removing the yeah. hair from your it hurts. crotch. Correct. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say we're going to take it easy. The more you do it, the easier it gets because the hair gets thinner. Yes. Because you take it from the root and then the follicle gets smaller. Yes. I always tell, usually I'm a good judge of character, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have a client that's a first time client, this has only happened about five times in the last seven years where I just think it's not for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because they're not, they're, they're what not. What makes that? A lot of it has to do with them coming back either the second time or the first time, just, just them, just, just not 
just not getting it right. Yeah. Coming back the second time and them shaving twice in between. Oh Lord. But people don't realize it takes a couple of times to get your hair on the same growth cycle. Same thing with waxing where yeah, people do that same with, shit. In the, mm-hmm. And then, or people I'm a lot will, today, sorry. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> or people will come in and all, oh, you know, they made an appointment a month prior and they'll come in and they don't have any hair. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how do I bring this up without being rude? Like, you know, like, <laughs> What you don't have any hair to remove, <laughs> yeah. But you get it. You get a PSA form, like you get a form that you know tells you what yeah. not to do. But I don't know. We just smile through it. Yeah, I charge them anyway. I was gonna say, you don't money. <laughs> like, I get this. Let's try. You get two chances. If you show up again without hair, you're done. Same. <laughs> <laughs> where people will come in that have a really slow hair cycle. Yes. And it's like, and then Bailey will still do the service mm-hmm. for waxing, but then you book them out based on what they're yeah. a little bit extra long based yeah. on their hair growth cycle. And that's what I'm like. Try it twice. Yeah. Like, try it two or three times. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Baby. Can you have, can you have sex after sugaring or is it the same aftercare? What is that? Well, I mean, this is another question I get asked often because on my aftercare sheet, it says no intimate activity, yeah. but I can't tell you no. I'm right. not your mom, right. you know, yeah. party at your own, party at your own will. Yes. yes. But if you get any irritation or any sweat, I always say just wash prior with cold water, wash after it's cold water. You don't want any heat and steam in the open follicle. Got it. No ingrowns. Got it. <laughs> Got it. I wonder how many, um, do you follow your own advice? No, <laughs> I try to, I try to, but it is hard. Cause you're living your life. Yeah. Do you remember Verna? Yes. Oh, so I love her. Uh-huh. So she came in and I radio frequencyed her a few weeks ago and she had just been sugared and she was going to meet her partner on the West side. Mm-hmm. And as we were going back to her car, she said, I have to confess something to you. Like, cause I'm always, so in beauty school, I was the, be- I was the mom of everybody. So everybody, everybody confessed. I knew everything. And she was like, okay, I have to confess. You know how Verna talks. I have to confess something. And she's like, what? And she started skipping and, um, going around and going around. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm not going to follow my own sugaring advice because I'm going to get laid. (laughs) (laughs) I am the worst. She was all high frequency. Whatever she said afterwards, I'll fix it. I'm an esthetician. (laughs) We'll deal with it later. Right. right. You know, kind of how they say doctors are the worst. Verna's going to kill me. Yes. So I am like the worst. I am the hairiest person right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then I feel like this is also, this has been a crazy year for me. I turned Uh 30, right? Oh so my. everyone around so me is having babies. Yep. Like Sarah Palmer had a baby so beautiful. His name's Indy. Is my facialist, right? She was on maternity leave. Yes. My Botox lady is on maternity leave. Who so, does your Botox? Um, her name's Katie at Dr. Uh-huh. Wright's office. She's amazing. Okay. I love mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. But And Corey's still at Dr. Wright. Let's yes. give Corey a shout out. Yes, Hi, Corey. She's at Dr. Wright's house for now. But yes. I think she's moving. But I'll let her tell her story. She did. Yeah, she yeah, told did me. Did she reach out yes. to you? Yeah. Yes. And we might be working with something soon. Oh, her and I. Oh, she refers people to me all the time yes. to do skin tags, mm-hmm. and I've had many people come up here and all the way to Spokane just to get a skin tag removal. She she is amazing, and we work really well together. We have I love such her. opposite personalities, but yeah. we work. So I think you I might bring her on board for some things on the side. Okay. To kind of get her back on going out on her own and not doing just so much spa stuff, but I'm gonna let her tell her story. Yeah, to you. I'm excited. I, I I'm love excited her. for her. Okay. But yeah, my sugarist, who's Sierra, on maternity leave, massage therapist on maternity leave, so I'm just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not worried about aftercare with sugaring because I'm just hairy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Any other tips? I don't even know what number we were on. Is that it? Was that a five? Tips. Was that the top five things? Tips. Just trust the process. Yes. Know. Trust the process. Yeah. And it's so hard to... Because ex- you talked about exfoliating, moisturizing. And um, it's hard to explain the difference between sugaring and waxing, right? Yes. Like with clients that are more sensitive, I feel like they do better with the sugaring. Uh-huh. But some I people, agree. if they love waxing, they love waxing. You know, try sugaring once. And if it's not the same as regular waxing, then it doesn't hurt my feelings, yeah. you know? And it doesn't, so I'm going to make a, I'm going to do a TBH, I'm going to do a TBH here because I've been asked before, do you train in sugaring? So not you, me. Oh, and I've said, and I have said, and I know that we've talked uh, because I don't train in sugaring because I don't know how to sugar. And then people are like, well, will you, um, I have a vision of myself doing sugaring covered in paste and pubic hair yes so i can't do it 
every day I get home and my dogs know exactly where to lick me. My that feet. is gross. Yes, because oh, I, I can't. I'm a fling queen. Yes, and I've heard that if you that you're supposed that it, sugar gets everywhere. Yeah, because if you've got I'm a like, good flick, that's the, yes. that's the goal, though, right? Yes, and I can't do it. So I'm yes. like, no, we're not gonna have sugar everywhere. I'd say I don't do spray wax or spray tanning. Mm-hmm. No, because that's messy. But like, yeah. So that's normal, right? When you have the good flick, you mm-hmm. basically want you flip it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You want to flick with the rest. Oh, another shout out to my spray tan specialist. Now, the, and who's her that? Her name's Carissa at Ready Set Tan. She's nice. <laughs> nice. Sorry. No, Just that's got a little shout, shout out there. Out. That's right. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, Bailey, do you have anything? Have you ever been sugared? No. Let me try it. Once. Um. Yeah. Well, actually, in beauty school, when we tried. Did they but teach? It was on my arm. Uh huh. So, like, I don't know. Kind, yeah, did kind they, of. Did they even teach you it? In yeah, yeah, but I hated it. I they hated it. We never taught we, us. We, we didn't get so, anything. No, I had to go do advanced sugaring training. Yeah, other places. We didn't get wasn't, anything. No, wasn't on our curriculum. Um, my head esthetician teacher took it upon herself. She literally like bought the shit herself. <laughs> she did. I love yeah, teachers yeah, like I that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we made it and we did it like for like three days straight. Wow, um, that's an ex- that's an. Ex- so I've played with it for three days, but I oh. And I'm sure if I worked with it more, well, it I would think, be easier, but I still would not like it. I think it's like I don't anything. Like it. You find your niche and you either like it or not. Mm-hmm. I think it's like anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Taylor knew right away she wanted to do it. Yeah. So yeah. did Verna. So did, you know, and Brittany. Brittany yes. said, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wanted to do it. Um, a lot of other people that I know that have recently got trained in the last couple of years don't do it. Correct. Because it is it is a commitment. Yeah. But then I have to think, right? If I had a wax pot in my hand, I wouldn't have any flipping idea how to use it. Right. Because you I, just do what you do. I don't know how yeah, to do it. I yeah. I even think the week that we learned basic waxing <laughs> in school, I was gone. Yeah. I was on vacation. <laughs> I was probably doing a damn microderm because yeah. they used to book me for everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I missed everything because mm-hmm. I had services, and I'm like, this is not fair. Yes. Um, but I built my whole clientele, so I won't complain. Yeah, so that's... Shout out to Paul Mitchell, the school in Richland. Yes, Paul Mitchell. Um, all right, Brennan, do you have any questions? I don't know if you answered this, but when between like waxing and sugaring, like how often do you have to get sugared? So for the first couple of question. times, it's I recommend about four weeks. Okay. That way, you know, we can go from there, right? If you come back and you feel like your hair isn't that long, then maybe the next time we can push it out to five. But the goal is to get it on the same growth cycle. And if there's those tiny little hairs that even before you sugar that are too short to even grab, I don't even go over them because the goal is to get them to grow so they are on the same growth cycle for the next time. Mm. But come the winter, um, clients usually book about five to six weeks out. Mm -hmm. Four four to six is probably, some people want to come in, you know, every four weeks on the books, every four weeks. I can't go past four. But everyone's different. But in the summertime, usually about four to five. Mm-hmm. Do you have a package price? Do you offer? I what's don't. your pricing? Okay, you just do. So for first initial Brazilian, it doesn't matter if you've been on maintenance with somebody else. I charge one twenty. Okay. The reason I do that is because like it's that. a forty-five minute service. I include an aftercare little kit. I go over everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Aftercare prep everything. You get a nice little treatment mask on. That helps. And then after that, maintenance is seventy-eight. Nice. Yes. Because, I like that I you're mean, charging your value. Well, mm-hmm. another thing is, right? So I know I have client, you know, clients that if I have like a last minute cancellation and I know someone's reached out to me that wants to get in before vacation, the chances are that they're only gonna see me twice a year before vacation is very high. Yeah. So how is that fair? It, I, it, and I'm grateful for the business. Don't I don't get me wrong, yeah. but how is that fair for me to reach out to you when I could have had a client that wanted to get in for maintenance? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. You know, taking up a regular that comes <coughs> in every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. So, And they know it. You know, if you go past that, that's why people are good. They pre-book before they leave because they yeah. know once they get to the six, seven, it's going to be a new, it's going to be a not a maintenance price anymore. Yeah. Okay. It's more work, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, um, that takes a lot. I'm, I'm glad that you focus on the education part because I mm-hmm. do feel like even though sugaring is such an ancient form, mm-hmm. it is still relatively not talked about well, in the United States compared to yes. now it is. But I don't think, and I've told you before that <clears throat> you should come here and we should do like, it, 
I know you're so busy, so we'd have to do it many, 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 many months in advance. But, but I, I would, would love. I would love it. I would. I love teaching the education about it. Yes. Because it's so crazy to me too. Even clients that come to me from places that get wax, they know nothing about aftercare. Right. And then they want to know why they have ingrowns. They yeah. want to know why their skin does this, and it's. You know, whether their skin's prone or not, you there's always things to prevent it. And there's hardly no one in Tri-City or in Spokane that does it. Yeah. Sugar Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, same. And there's so many people in Tri-Cities. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, wild. It's not competition. There's enough clients Selena. for everybody. Yeah, she, she does sugaring, okay, but she focuses mostly on lashes, lashes now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think that because it's trendy, they need to do it. And then they get into it thinking they don't really li- they don't really like it. And that's same. the thing. I'm not about trends. I know what I'm good at. That's why I don't yes. offer so many services. Same, I offer, and I know yes. what I'm good at. I will not do. I I I. Went to beauty school thinking I was going to be good at lashes. And yeah. I did four, three models and literally was furious every single time. Mm-hmm. I've told this story before. And I didn't want my client to get feel that energy of me hating their lashes. Mm-hmm. And then me wanting to cry because they literally had probably 80 more that I didn't lash. And I just was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. And that is not profitable for me. No. And it it's really me. not that profitable service anyway, considering the fact. It took me three to four hours to do a set. Yeah, Correct. I could do six, seven Brazilians in that matter mm-hmm. of time. We took lashes off the menu. It's, yes. it's very oversaturated. It is. Mm-hmm. And you've got, if you're good at it and you can do a full set in an hour because mm-hmm. you've been doing it for years fine then then that's a money maker you can do a, a fill for in 40 minutes that's fine in your chart but man we don't do lashes that i just took it off and no. I'm, i we are bailey and i are skin that's yes. skin, skin and i feel like that's good i mean i do lash lifts I do brow tending. I do brow sculpting. That's mm-hmm. about as much as I. Mm-hmm. And we know. won't take brow lifts off the menu or brow or lash lifts off the menu because I teach it at mm-hmm. Vein, and so we'll always have the supplies. The supplies, and it's, it's a fine. Great service for the perfect client. Yeah, one who's going to take care, one that doesn't sleep on their side, one that isn't going to work out right after. Mm-hmm. But it's a process too. So just educating about that. Yeah, as well. and I don't want to turn that money out away, mm-hmm. and so it's like we may as well just let's do it. But lash extensions, no, no. We're, we're done with that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so tell us where you're located before we get into the ghost story. So I'm located. What's your address? Give us and your you have a website. I do okay, have perfect. a website. Give your give your stuff. Okay, so I'm located in Richland, Washington, seven fifty Swift Boulevard, Suite twelve. Is that in the old doctor's complex? It is. Yay. Yes. Yeah. You know, the outside of the building doesn't look very nice, but the inside we've done a lot of work. And you guys have that courtyard that's yes. out there with the parking's easy. And the parking's great. It's yeah. way better compared to when I was in the parkway. Yeah, the parkway's that, always that was difficult. A nightmare on yeah. the weekends and Fridays. So I'm very thankful. Um, we've done a lot of work, like I said, in the inside. I have a very boho chic style. Mm-hmm. So very woodsy, lots of plants, lots of organic stuff. I try to bring good energy and positive energy with everybody that walks through my door. Yes. So it's very and, nice. Um, a fun fact about Taylor, and which is hilarious if you um, ever follow her on social media, is that she's obsessed with sharks. Oh, my gosh. Obsessed. Oh. Obsessed. Sharks. Yes. yes. And Cindy loves sharks. And Grace, my daughter Grace, uh-huh. loves sharks. And she has a huge shark tattoo. Does she? Have yes. you seen my back? No. Oh. Let's see, see it. Do you want to see it? Yes. Yeah, get naked. Okay. At least okay. I think my kid has a shark tattoo. Maybe that was Sydney. Oh my! Oh. Yes, that oh. looks so good. That looks really good. Yeah. That's Those good. Gorgeous. Where did you get that done? Um, from this guy named Fernando in Richland. He specializes in black and white. He's awesome. Where at? Where's he at? He's at Black and Silver Tattoo off of Clearwater. Nice. He's there's great. so many good tattoo artists in Tri Cities too. Mm-hmm. Tri Cities is wild. There's so much money there. You can just find there anything is. there, and it's just booming. Yes. That's why I'm never afraid. I mean, there's more than enough clients for everybody else. Like, and my for clients. Everybody. Right from Tracy's mm-hmm. drive here. Yeah, is, they don't. It's so sweet, and I I love that. I'm well, honored. I mean, they come for good services, right? They're yes, the connection. Make, yeah. they love the connection. Yeah. I tell a lot of people starting out in this industry that your service is what makes you, but your personality is what makes them stay. Yes. People, I mean, come to you for your personality and just the welcomeness. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. agreed. And they know what they're getting, and you're consistent. Yes. And, yeah, and Bailey, I loved, I always know when my Tri-Cities clients gives me feedback that it's OG feedback because they've been with me for eight mm-hmm. years, right? So they don't put up with any nonsense from staff, right? So I know yes. if they complain or if they say, oh, 
whatever oldies not gonna like that and so when bailey started they were like we love her I'm like oh thank god <laughs> because goodness. i don't want to <laughs> yeah we don't want to have to try to match yeah. personalities here to just flow. that's right clients can never complain so um all right ghost story do you have a ghost story so this is kind of hand in hand with a ghost story so my best friend sierra and i we love the paranormal. Yes, you can ask. Too. You can. Yes. Well, off. Uh, yeah. you know, we love it. We love it. I'm talking yes. the paranormal queens, right? <laughs> so ever since we were nine, she's been my best friend since I was nine. Scary movies, everything. But we love more of the paranormal. So we've done it twice now. So we go to these ghost hunts provided by the oh. USA's Ghost Tours, right? <gasps> They're guided ghost hunts. Oh uh, yeah, you stayed in the in the shit go on yeah tell me so this story kind of because yes. i don't know if i'd be so scared i'd be like having 50 crosses take a priest so i don't know the first year that we went was before covid so it was more of a larger group the second year we went we stayed in the first year we stayed in the old tuberculosis hospital that is now an airbnb i can't or, even think about that makes like, me not be able or to like breathe. a mo- it's a, more of a like a bed and breakfast in Idaho. So we went there. And the cool thing about these hunts is that you're there for 12 hours. You spend the night and they're intimate ghost hunts. So you get access to equipment, to spirit hunting, all this other stuff. But anyways, before I get into that, I have to start kind of from the beginning with my second hunt. Okay. So back in 2000, when we shut down 2019, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So my husband and I, when they started kind of opening up things back in September of that year, we always go to Vegas once a year. So we're like, okay, probably the worst thing ever going to Vegas during COVID. But right before we got there, two days before we got there is when they started opening up the strip again. So it's still kind of a, kind of a ghost town, right? Yes. So Zach Baggins, who know, who um, does Ghost Adventures, has a museum there. Okay. So two months before we got there, he actually bought the divot box. If you guys know anything about the divot box, it's one of the most haunted artifacts that they say in existence right now. The origins of the Divic box have now been falsified, but it's rumored to have come from the Auschwitz camp. Oh, no, oh, no way. It's an old wine cabinet. Okay. So the original owner came up with that story. Later, he came out and said that he falsified that story. It was a family heirloom. So we don't really know where the origins of it came from. Okay. So that's a hard no for me. Yeah, Either hard way, no. Go ahead. He ended up selling it to Zach Baggins, who okay. at his museum in Vegas, it's a haunted museum. Okay. So he has like the Annabelle doll. He has the what the hell? The suicide van, the serial killer van that assisted with suicides. He has all these different haunted Death artifacts. related weird things. Yes. So you have to hit Petunia and Loomis before you leave downstairs. Yes. Yes, yeah. I, I always tell them, do so not bring cute. that yes. upstairs. That's so, right. so cute. I say to dead things no, in drawers. No, no. Like, bring up spirits. <laughs> so I dragged my husband to this. My husband loves scary slasher films, like 80 slasher films. When it comes oh, to the par- good ones. Yes, when it comes to paranormal, he's like, uh, eh, whatever. So we were told that the divot box was there, the the most sacred haunted artifact, whatever. I guess a month before we got there, two months, is when they did the special of the revealing of the divot box with Post Malone there. Okay. And they had opened up the box and some freaky shit happened. Okay. Like what? Like, I guess there was mist and mist and- Terrifying. Just terrifying. They closed the whole thing down at night. It was just scary. Post Malone was scared half to death. Terrifying. So I kind you of can't knew. scare Posty. I know. Posty is <laughs> scared. Hot. You was scared. You find him hot. Oh my okay, but you're going to die. You want to know who my celebrity crush is? Who? Dennis Rodman. Okay. I love Dennis Rodman. Yeah. 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 I love him. Go ahead. Anywho. So. Mine's Johnny Depp, by the way. I know he's getting old, but I don't okay. care. I love him. I'd fuck I love with him. him. <laughs> you, I would Not leave my girl, husband and my kids. <laughs> no, I just joking. And that seventy-four-year-old you <laughs> thought was hot. Who, who did you go see that you loved? Oh, Rick Springfield. Yes. <laughs> He is hot, though. He's a child crush, but yeah. Yeah, I, I bought Matt a priest outfit on Amazon the next day. I'm just joking. Oh, I'm joking, you're kind not. of. Am I? You're I don't not. know. Matt's going to be like, what the hell? I'm a teacher. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we were really excited about the divot box. Um, so during COVID, yeah, they did really limited groups. So I think that there was only six people that were allowed to go at this certain time to go through the house and you know experience everything. So we get to the room with the divot box. The guide says, and the guides at the Zach Baggins Museum are so awesome. They explain all the hundred artifacts down to a T. They dress up scary. It's super awesome, right? They're like, okay, 
we have the divot box. You guys kind of know the story, whatever, about the divot box. It's one of the most haunted artifacts. It's a wine cabinet, whatever. Do not touch the divot box. Do not touch the glass around the divot box. Okay. So my husband's like, I'm not going in there. So I went in there. What did I do? I touched the glass to the divot box. Oh, fuck, Taylor. I know. Go they told ahead. me not to. I was playing with fire. Whatever. Since Don't then, they have cameras that told you you're in trouble? <laughs> well, nobody. Right. <laughs> nobody chased after me. I don't know. Yeah, was there like an alarm? No, there wasn't. I'm surprised. Since that, I guess, Zach Baggins, if you listen to this and get a hold of me, you can confirm. Um, since then, I guess that they have a double box around the divot box. Really? Like cement around the divot box, whatever. So people, whatever. Anyways, I touched the divot box, right? <laughs> So Zach we leave. We're, Please we're, feel free to reach out, Zach Baggins. <laughs> yes. Please just confirm. <laughs> I want to know. That's it. So Go ahead. we're leaving. Whatever. It's nighttime. We're walking across the strip, and this is kind of when my bad luck for two months kind of started happening. Um, I got hit by a car. My husband will say I got lightly tapped by a car, <laughs> but I got full on freaking hit. Like I was. It's my fault. I was crossing the street. I didn't look in this car. Boom. Like, I fell back. My husband goes, you're being dramatic. You just got bumped. I'm going to still say I got hit. You That was a fucking pedestrian MVA. Yes. That was vehicle versus pedestrian <laughs> but, MVA. But in my defense. <laughs> Did you get a lawyer? No. Okay, I, I wasn't hurt that bad. I was just sure? like more shocked. <laughs> okay. But I would have probably made a bigger deal about it. But the Did wife of the husband Did you get started concussed? beating the shit out of her husband for hitting me <laughs> in the car. Oh, period. So oh. I'm like, they probably have a lot more problems. Where the hell was this at? Was in this Las on- Vegas. Oh, I gotta be honest. Pedestrians in Vegas, it's a shit show. It's a free for all. So, no, you're. I I wasn't too uh, worried about that. I'm like, whatever. I was gonna say, if you have a hit in Tri Cities, if you have a hit in Tri Cities, we need to to connect. How long ago is this? Is the statute of limitations over? If not, I'm gonna see you after. Remember that guy who hit me when I was crossing the street because I didn't look? Vegas, it's a free for all, babe. Go ahead. So, after that, go ahead. I expert. Started to experience really terrible shoulder pain, like burning shoulder pain. Well, that's due to the MVA. I don't know if it was that or it was the divot box, whatever. I like to <laughs> the worst. But anywho, the worst shoulder pain in my life, almost like burning sensation shoulder pain. I mean, I do use my arm a lot for work. And is it that was the just, same shoulder that is it the same arm you touched the divot box with? Yes. Oh god. It was. And my shoulder was on fire, but then again, I had been off of work for, what, four months? So this was, like, my first couple of months going back to work, so I just thought maybe it was that. Mm-hmm. Anywho, back to my ghost hunt stories. Okay, this so, is good. Go ahead. So this happened, yeah, before my second ghost hunt. So my okay. best friend and I, uh-huh. we decided to do, and again, this was during COVID. So the group selected, it was almost like a lottery, to be able to be picked during COVID to be able to go on these ghost hunts, guided by the U.S. ghost tours. Okay. So we did the one. Oh shit! I haven't. Even, we haven't even got to the story. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. I, mean, I love I'm, it. It's hard for me to explain things. This is really great. Like, so we decided, all of our friends in Tri Cities are gonna be like, Taylor and Lee are so chaotic. I know. <laughs> That's how my brain works. I go thrive ahead. off chaos. That's right. Uh-huh. So we decided to go to the Montana, the Montana State Prison. Yes, I would die. No, yes. thank you. I want to go. I would send you in, but I'd stay outside. Yes. So <laughs> no. again, with the U.S. Ghost Tour hunts, it's an all-night thing. Yes. So you get there at so 6, dope. and then you stay until 6 p.m. How much 6, was this? 6 a.m. I think it was 275. Shit, not even that bad. bad. No, but with Bailey, you we're getting a Christmas see- bonus next year. We're going on, yeah, we're we're going on. on a road trip. Yeah. yeah. So it's super cool, right? And let me give you some backstory about the Montana State Prison. Yes. So up until even the 50s, they housed the men and women together. Oh, so a lot of rape. And so, okay, scary. imagine being next to a rapist and you're a woman that stole something from the grocery store. They housed pretty much everybody together for the most part up until I think the 50s or the 60s. So in 59, they had one of the biggest riots at a prison, I think in history, up even till this point. It was Mm -hmm. the bloodiest riot. Two inmates started the riot. They got everybody together. It lasted 36 hours, the riot did. Oh my word. So they had to bring in the Montana SWAT team and it was a double homicide. So it was a double suicide. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So the two people that started it, one hung himself in the prison. The other one shot himself after he assisted his friend to hang. Okay. That's the story that we got there. I kind of did my information kind of there, you know, and you read it, whatever. Yes, yes, yes. So the cool thing about doing these U.S. ghost, ghost yes. hunts is that you get access to the whole property 
that isn't accessible to regular regular tours. Okay. So we got access to the gallows. We got access to the... Oh, Lord. I wouldn't be able to, to breathe. We got access to the library that they say that a lot of like turmoil happened there because you think, you know, you pay <clears throat> off guards, let's go to the library and yeah. shut the door or whatever. <clears throat> so they give you all the equipment you want. So they'll take you, you can go in different stations and do, you know, talk to the spirit box, do this, do that. We have made friends with two couple. We still talk to them today. They're from Idaho. We made friends with a couple there. And then the husband's sister was there too. Okay. So after we kind of did our tour, we kind of got to go on out on our own. So we ended up going to the library. It was Sierra, our two friends, and then the sister. So what? that's five people. Yes. So we had the spirit box, and we we're asking the spirits questions. And the spirit called me a bitch. I was like asking the spirit, do you want us here? And he said, bitch. Mind you, in my defense, a spirit also called me a bitch at the last hunting place that we went to. So I don't know if that was just planned. I don't well, know. It's been on by the same people. <laughs> but, I've had, but I had a spirit box guy. I had a ghost hunter come mm-hmm. here. And I never, all of our spirits here, they told, they called themselves by name, but mm-hmm. they didn't say anything mean to anybody. Really? So that's scary. Go yes, ahead. it was, it was scary. Uh, oh, so my we Lord. were in the library and my, and at this time my shoulder had it acted up. I got the worst burning sensation in my arm. You can imagine just almost gut wrenching burning. So I pushed through, pushed through. We started talking to the box. All of a sudden, um, our friend that was there with her husband that we met there started asking the box questions. Evidently, her mom is a spiritual healer or okay. a spiritual, so she kind of has that intuition. Whatever. And that's me, so I can't. Uh-uh. And I don't remember word for word, but the box said, baby, 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 boy, 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 boy. She starts crying. Well, she was pregnant. And she had no idea. Well, she knew, but it was very, very early on that she was pregnant. She ended up having a girl, but still, you don't know, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I started sobbing. It was the craziest thing. I'm not a crier. I'm very black and white when it comes Mm -hmm. to my emotions. Like, I'm not a sensitive person. Sierra said she had never seen me cry like that. It's like something took over me. It was crazy. And then they have this, this ball, right? So you can roll the ball into the different room next to it. Roll the ball. All of this sounds so, like a hard pass. Yes. Dude. So I was rolling the ball, rolling the ball, and then I was rolling it. And the next thing you know, when I would roll the ball, it would get shorter with the distance and then roll back to me. Shorter with the distance and roll back to me. Oh, Lord almighty. And it was just <clears throat> bizarre. So that's when we ended up leaving there. Yeah. That was the, it was more scary. Wait, how do you stay the night? You, you, you don't even sleep. You don't sleep there. You're up the whole time doing these interactive things. I was going to say, like, because mm-hmm. you can't, there, is there, do you have a room that no, you can, at the turbo- can you go killers. pee? What the hell do they you have do? They have porta potties there. Porta potties? Yes. Oh, at the turbo, at the turkey, tur- how do you say that? Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis hospital that we stayed in Idaho. It, they, like I said, they turn into like a bed and breakfast. You can rent a room there. So that was pretty cool. That is all terrifying. It was, it was the most surreal thing it, And the thing about me is I believe in spirits, but I'm not one to embrace spirits. If they're going to come, they're going to come. But I have never been to a place where I felt despair and death like I had there. Yeah. Like so many bad things happened there. I I wouldn't be able to go. Just women being housed with men and the suicides, the death, everything. The gallows were almost as crazy and eerie because they actually hung people there. And the gallows are in Spokane Mm -hmm. where they hung people. And I've gone there at the courthouse and I can't even go. Yeah. They're crazy. Wait, you can go to the ones in Spokane? Yes. They're at the Spokane courthouse. They're locked up, Mm -hmm. right? The Mm -hmm. Uh gallows. I'm sorry. This is really off. But did you hear what happened last night here? Yeah. What happened here? Fucking terrible. Saddest thing I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mom shot herself and her two kids and the, Family pets here uh-huh, yeah. in Spokane last night in North Spokane. I don't know. And the husband came home at like midnight. There's so much unbridled <laughs> rage and anger yeah. right now in and the world. It's just, and that's the one thing that breaks my heart. Like I'm going to be the first to admit during COVID, I turned into a drinker. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, but then Can you go see if Jody's here. It's just, <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, man that breaks my heart. But anyways, back, yeah, yeah, sorry, yes. So just the like I said, the amount of death and despair was just uneasy. But it, it was almost p- 
peaceful as well. Yeah, Knowing that you, there's yeah. spirits there that yes. are so sad, right? Yes. Like I said, I've been to other haunted places and I've never felt like an energy like I yeah. felt there. Yep. Anywho, we are there for 12 hours. We love it. I have pictures of ghosts actually on there that we found later on my camera. Can you send that yeah, one I'll to me? Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll put it in your um in your little bio about yeah, the podcast. Yeah, and then an orb. And it's pictures <clears throat> that we took while we were there, but we didn't realize. And you have to zoom and you can see actual pictures of people. Right. So we get home and my shoulder's still burning and I'll send you this picture too. Yeah. There was scratches all up and down my flipping back. Oh man. And I'm not one to be able to reach around and scratch myself. And it's in the middle of freaking winter when we, well, it was October. So I was bundled up. There's no way I would have been able to scratch myself or taken off my jacket to scratch myself. Yeah. And my shoulder was still throbbing pain. It was the craziest thing ever. Oh my gosh. I... Taylor, you this you win this you win the award for the best ghost story told on the sacred flesh. Well, and it's crazy to me that I'm I'm so privileged to be able to go these things, right? But like I said, I embrace spirits. But when I'm telling you this, I have never ever been to a place where there was despair everywhere I went. Mm. Like it was sad. Like I think that's why I started to cry. My body just couldn't process. Yes, it. because you pick up on that sort mm-hmm. of sensory energy. You're you're yes. genetically the pick up on it. That I think house the prison until the riot. He got killed, I think, in the riot. Um, the prison officially closed in 1979. My so gosh. now it's a museum. And now it's a museum. And that's, I saw that. Um, I can't wait to see your pictures because I saw when you were going to go uh-huh. there. And I was like, oh my word, that's and, terrifying. And the one thing about Montana is I love Montana, but I've never been to a state where it snows for three days straight. Yeah. And then in it'll o- be 70 in degrees. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, what in the world? And it, it, the town of Deer Park is pretty awesome too. We went to a immersive haunted house thing because it was during Halloween that uh-huh. we went. So we sat in a theater and it was just Sierra and myself and then one other person. And they grabbed you and you went through this whole immersive like theater production and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was the best put on show I'd ever been to. The food, there's not really a lot of food options. For them. Yeah, That's what do you, where... when you're there for 12 hours, what do you, what do you eat? We you ate have to before, bring your own. And no, they provide you with like cookies and snacks and water. And because then there's you're just bathrooms walking there. around. But I think Sierra and I were one of the last people and the couple that we met and the sister there that actually stayed the whole time. It is kind of scary, but like I said, you know, a bitch called me a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> a ghost, called me a bitch yeah. twice, which is kind of coincidental. They probably saw my name on the list and they said, make sure to call her a bitch. She needs Piper. <laughs> but yeah, it was wild. Well, you know, Spokane has a, quite a huge haunted history. Yes, I know. So you should come. You guys should come and Bailey do and some... I, or all of us. Yes. I would love it. Yes. My husband, he, like I said, he's not really into spiritual, you know. Neither he is likes, mine. He yeah. wants to leave. He's terrible. Mm-hmm. He just like, no. And Sierra, bless her soul, but she's one of those people where it's like, I'm not even going to use the bathroom for 12 hours because I don't know if a spirit's going to go inside me. You never know. <laughs> I mean, one scratched me up. You never know. And I'm not scared of, like, I don't get scared. I just feel like it's such, it's a body reaction. It so is. that's why I know that you're telling the truth because. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already know you, so I know you're not lying, but like your body, right? Because I get a physical reaction yes. mm-hmm. and whenever I am near a cemetery or whenever I am near, if we even drive by and I haven't seen a sign or if we haven't, you can't see the cemetery from the road. If, if we stop or if we go through, I can tell based on like, I have a constriction that like happens. Yes. It's like something is sitting on my chest and I cannot it's like a body breathe. reaction right yes yes and it feels like I'm being sucked out of my body mm-hmm. like it's the weirdest thing it's, and it is the weirdest thing and I've learned now to kind of control it because since I um sort of really admitted to the world that this is how I am because I've always been like this mm-hmm. and ever since I've Im- admitted it and started talking about it I really got embraced as like a ghost expert weirdly like i was on yeah. a haunted panel with Brent, like, <laughs> i know i saw that it's like and, and i would have loved to have yeah, been up there so for fun. that but i don't try to be this way no and that's how i am like i don't like to take on emotions i'm not an yes. emotional person so i know that something just took took over it was it was so just crazy. if you go mm-hmm. so my only advice for you because i know that happens and if you really like it so i tend to kind of like I know there's two buildings in downtown that I want to go to. And then one is that still that parking garage right over there. And then the other one is that theater that is kind of next to the park. It's, um, I know it used to be a theater. I don't know what it is now. Oh, 
it's got that overhang with the chains. Mm-hmm. It's right across from the parking garage on the other side. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it is, but yes, yeah. we, I need to find it because that one I want to go in. There. It's calling me, Rick. I like know that there something in there is calling me. Um, so I'll listen to that and kind of go and it's still Please. creepy, yes. but I, if I know that there's going to be like death and trauma history there, it's hard for me to put myself in that situation mm-hmm. because so much of my body will absorb it and I, yes. and I don't want to, it just wears you out. Yeah. I don't want to do that to myself. So my only advice for you before you go, start studying how to ground yourself and yes. like protect your energy because and you can do that. Yes. And that's something I've been really trying to work on these last months. Like, yes, I gave up alcohol for the most part. I started doing more meditation. I yes. started to ground my body. Yep. So my Where body's not as your, reactive, yes. right? The inflammation And you're not gone. so open to yes. outside energy. And that's getting the thing. In. Like, it's like, I try to be not an open person when it comes to my emotions. So I yeah. think my body yeah. makes up for it. Well, right? because you're positive and you're a nice person and yes. you're genuinely good. So just so you don't express emotion doesn't mean that you don't have emotion. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm, I, some people are like, how do you, I'm, I'm very, I'm nice, but I don't get overly, um, a lot of what we put up with as human beings is just total nonsense and bullshit. Yes. We don't have to. It's because we have undisciplined energy. That and where you don't have boundaries. Correct. I'm a big boundaries person and you now. Have to, and you have to have, un, you can, you, you are in charge of disciplining your spirit mm-hmm. and your spirit is housed in a body and your body will, is just human. It's just flesh and blood. Your spirit is here using that capsule until you, whatever is going to happen, whatever you believe in the afterlife is, yes. but that capsule is, of flesh and uh-huh. bone. Yeah. And it's literally, <laughs> yes. And it's literally up to you to protect your spirit mm-hmm. in there because there's constant energies trying to get in that shell. Yes. And then we eat food, this poison and we drink out, al- you know, mm-hmm. lots of different things. So your spirit picks up on that shit. They do. And it's like, you never want to open up the gates that you don't want to have Correct. opened. <laughs> and that's what pisses me off so much about witch talk on TikTok because mm-hmm. it's like, you have all these kids now thinking that it's cool to get on there and just start well, talking. Well, they're just so and, under, undereducated. Yeah, and then you I wonder... They, you know, Stevie Nicks is a white witch. Let's just hype up, like, the devil. This is... Yeah. But it's not about that. It's about the whole spiritual aspect. Yeah, I've been knowing. called a witch. I'm not... I, I do that. I say that I'm a witch because of the commercialism hilarity of it Uh because God gave me my powers. I believe in God a thousand percent. My relationship with God is extremely strong. My faith, I have no legs and I would stand on a mountain and declare my faith. Mm -hmm. You cannot shake my faith. However, I also know that the world is going to look at me. I would have been hung in the 16th century because they don't understand. And I look at that straight on. Okay. And I look that straight on because I, I'm not afraid of saying where, what it's spiritual. It's my energy. And I, I, I don't have to be afraid of what worldly title they put on I it. I think the issue. And it's been passed down in generations yes, for my family. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the issue is that people are so into social media and getting trends from social media without being authentic. Correct. About their spirituality yes. and anything. Oh, before we. Yeah. Okay. No, we're going on time. Yes, oh, go for it. Yes. Okay. And Michael's here. He's a sweet oh, client. Oh. He works next door at the Division for the Blind. Does he? And I absolutely love him. And he loves this shit. So we need Does to, he? I should have, but he's here to relax. So I need to be quiet. Oh, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm sorry if I'm bringing you on time. No, but go yeah, for it. No, you're not. That's, that's the one thing that hits me. You know, I've got younger siblings and it's the social media trend. And just being in our industry as well, be authentic oh, to yourself. Ridiculous. Uh, this time of year is really hard. I know for... A lot of people in our industry, because they tend to get slower, this, this, and that. But I just have some advice for Please, some please do, because we have just, a lot of estheticians that listen. I have, you know, new clients that reach out to me all the time and ask me about my clientele or how did I maintain it. And I just want people to really take this with, and just take it. Yeah. Always stay hungry, but never yes. get full. Yes. Always stay hungry and never get full. That's something that somebody told me. I think, I don't even know. Was it you that told Maybe. me this year? Probably. Mm-hmm, even I when I was at Mac, I'm trying to think so, when I worked at the makeup counter, always stay hungry, but never get full. Yes. Or else you are going to not, you're you going to burn out. Yeah. And you can't, you're going to burn out. Cup. Yes. Yeah. You can't. And not all money is good money. And all, yeah, not all money is good Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. You know, I've gotten to the point now where it doesn't matter if I've been seeing you for two, three years. If I'm not the one for you, I'm not the one for you. I think people need to, I think women need to say this in the mirror every day. Yeah. 
I'm not for everyone. Yes. I am not for everyone. Yes. There's enough people that love me and I'm not for everyone. Whether you've been seeing me for years or you've seen me one time. And we don't have to take it so personally. No, don't do it. That's yes. when, you know, cli- you know, new estheticians will ask me, well, what happens if a client doesn't rebook? Then they don't rebook. Mm-hmm. You will find somebody else that will fill that spot. Maybe you're not for them. Yeah. I, like I said, I've gotten to the point now with clients that if I've been seeing them for a long time, if we just don't match personality wise, yeah. I will refer them out. Yeah. If things aren't working on schedules, but then I've learned too, and you've probably learned this too. I used to work seven days a week and there were some people <laughs> that still couldn't get all my books. So Correct. maybe I wasn't, you know, even when my books were open seven days a week yeah. and I couldn't find a time. And, maybe I, would, and yeah. I remember, I remember lecturing you on yes. work on overworking because I used to do the same thing. Yes. And now I work three days a week mm-hmm. in the treatment room and yes. the other two I do admin and vein. And yes. then I do work two Saturdays a month. And mm-hmm. so technically some weeks I work four days a week, but yes. literally, and I'm not doing and, it anymore. And I used to see 12 clients a day yes. in Tri-Cities. I see four a day here. Yes. And I doubled my prices and guess what? People still came. Yes. In and fact, they the wanted thing. me more. People are going to come to you because they value you. Yes. I am content now with seeing 10 to 12 clients a day, but my, mind you, my You're services faster. are yes, I get 30 it. minutes, right? I don't Correct. do like Sierra Palmer runs for me. She still sees probably as many clients, you know, as you, but she, you have to think she's on her feet longer. Yes. But if I have a client that, and this rarely ever happens to me, knock on wood, that last minute like cancels or reschedules, sometimes I'm not going to fill that 30 minute gap. You know what I'm going to do? You just need the break. I'm going to read a book. Yes. Which I've also learned that reading a book isn't a form of self-care because it's part of my routine. Yeah. That's what makes me happy. Self-care for me is going on a walk, making time for myself, Yeah, you know, making time for my laundry at work. That isn't self-care. That's just a part of my routine that I do at work. Yeah. So me just trying to focus on myself, but yeah, that's been a big thing. Those are really important tips for new estheticians because I do believe that. Always. Yeah. yeah, Just be hungry. And And they think they're going to get out of beauty school and suddenly they're going to, they're going to be six figures. It's like, "Mm." no. And and now, especially because of how oversaturated the market is, it takes, I've, I read that when we've got licensed, it Mm -hmm. took one to two years to build a full time treatment room. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was booked in one year, fully booked and it was ready to go to my, my commercial location. Mm -hmm. And same with you, right? It was Mm -hmm. about one year. And then now it takes two to five is what industry standard two to five Mm -hmm. years for a new esthetician to build a full-time treatment room. Yes. That's tough. It is. It is really tough. So if you're mediocre and if you are not focusing on, on what your niche is and you're not creating boundaries and you're Mm -hmm. not creating, um, and you're not welcoming to your clients and you don't have a good personality. Yes. This ain't for you, sis. No, like they're no, it's not for you. And just continue your education. Yes. If you don't have, if you are not fully booked, take that time. Do a thirty-minute YouTube video on education on your craft. Always strive for more. Yep. Because the burnout's going to hit you hard, especially this time of year. Because a lot of people do get you know kind of slower. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm just thankful that you know yes. I do stay consistent. But yeah, hair removal time, would get slower at this time of year. Yes, but then it allows me you know to take on new clients because yep. not everybody's getting you know their full on body sugaring. Which and that's I'm my my slow time is July and mm-hmm. August, and so I always plan my days, my tons of my time off. My husband's a teacher, so yes. I spend I take a yes. ton of time off getting with that's him. That's the best time. But this July and August, knock on wood, was so amazing. It was my best ever in history of my business. Really, it was crazy insane. Mm-hmm. And then October took a weird dip. Did it? And October is usually one of my busiest months, but October took a weird dip. I still maintained my goal, but it mm-hmm. just had a weird, it was like people spend money differently Yes. post COVID and watching those trends. And I don't feel like unless you've been running a business for a while, you're going to get it. Estheticians mm-hmm. are brand new. They don't really know what to expect. And no. I prepare for my slow season well in advance. Yes. And that's how, yes. yes. And then, you know, September, October is always a weird month too, right? Parents are transitioning back to school. Yes. Their kids are back on sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So instead of going the four to six, you know, six weeks, they'll usually go to seven. And you know what? The thing about it is, is that if you know you have a good client, you know you have a good Correct. client. Yeah. But just unrealistic expectations and not striving to do better. And maybe we're just too ambitious. And I try to... I need to realize that what works for me and my ambition isn't going to be for everybody. So when I try to, you know, explain myself, it might be overwhelming, but that's how I run. I thrive off chaos. Oh, and you meet you and me both. I I appreciate that. I do well under pressure. In my personal life is chaotic and things are, I mean, my life isn't falling apart, but my work I mean, this has been one of my best years too. That's the goal, right? You know, you want to make percentage. You want to have goals. This has been one of my financially best years. And I took off most of the summer. See, I love that. Which is crazy. I was in weddings and everything. And I took off most weekends in the summer. I took off a lot of days. And this was 
a beneficial year for me. See, I love mm-hmm. that, Taylor. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. If I haven't told you lately, I just absolutely love you. I love you so Yay. much. Don't you're going to make me cry. I like, do. I'm just saying, I'm not I emotional. Just, <laughs> well, you won the award for the best ghost story, so I'll Thank give you, you that. That was amazing. Thank you. Um, please send me your pictures because I, I definitely want to include those So, because my listeners will want to know. Yes. And people are so... When I first created The Sacred Flesh, I didn't realize how ghosts and skin were... People love it. Mm-hmm. And when I say... It, we talk about skincare and tell ghost stories and yes. we talk about the ancient connections too. And then some practical tips because I didn't realize how many estheticians would start listening. Yes. And at the Oregon aesthetic show, I had people that would, that waited in line to see me. Really? That, that makes because they listen to the, yes, they love you. Yes. And I was so, it was so I wild. I didn't really like, Oh really? No, like, but, but like, you know still, what I mean? Like overwhelming, really yes. like, Whoa. And it was so sweet. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Or people that I've taken, have taken trainings from me that mm-hmm. maybe I don't necessarily, remember much about their story but like they remember you know what Mm -hmm. I mean it's like I try so hard because I'm I I just always want to be this industry is the the most beautiful thing about the industry even though it's so frustrating all the things that we talked about with the oversaturation Mm -hmm. and the competition and having to be ahead and the brutality of it and how we're catty and all that kind of thing right yes the beautiful the most beautiful part I think about the beauty industry is that the umbrella is now so much more diverse Mm -hmm. than even when we started eight, 10 years ago. And when we were both makeup girls, Mm -hmm. everything was very cookie cutter and everything was, you had to look a certain way. And the most beautiful thing I think now is that there, if, if you have something authentic to bring to the table in the beauty industry, please do it Mm -hmm. because I guarantee you there's same, the same people will be looking for you that don't know where to go. Yes. And this, look, you're the perfect example. You got interested in sugaring mm. and you created, and you set that trend in Tri-Cities. Yes. I'm, uh, you set that trend in Tri-Cities. So I'm just so freaking proud of you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yee-hee. And kindness is key. I'm kindness just gonna, is key. I'm just going to say this last thing. Yes. I treat everybody that walks through my door yes. the same, whether I've been seeing you for years or not. And another thing that estheticians need to realize is don't ever get too comfortable. Don't ever get too comfortable and stop acting like you're like, and that's why with my black Friday deals, like I, I have a higher price point and Mm -hmm. I I can't as a business lower that based on somebody's budget. However, I can provide, I can find opportunities to allow people to participate in my business gratefully and humbly and gr- and loving the fact that they want to come here yes. and I can give them opportunities in, sh- in spurts that still like me, show me that I val- show them that I value mm-hmm. them and still like, I am freak. Why would I not do that? Like, yes. And I have a lot of estheticians say, Oh my gosh, why are, how are you able to do that? Well, I don't mean to sound because I make great money. Yeah. And that's the thing. I make like, great freaking money. I don't know anybody that provides aftercare kits yeah. for their clients for first time Brazilian. But for me, giving a sample to somebody that's going to benefit them yes. is nothing. That's not even the factor of my finances. Right. Because it's products I buy anyways. Correct. <laughs> it's like I give, I, I, I am happy. And my Black Friday goes absolutely crazy because some people where it's, and then I, I can help Bailey gather her clientele. It's not... This is, I'm a very smart business person, so I know what the hell I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I never want to have um, anybody think I'm too good for them because I, it doesn't matter. You're socioeconomical. I still, I still love you regardless. And that's like been another thing too, you know, with these younger estheticians that I go on trips very often as I'm saying this, as I don't share about my trips yeah, because that's time with me and my husband. I don't ever overshare what I buy, what I no, bring. No, no, no. Because I know there's some clients that their monthly like splurge on Correct. themselves is with me. Correct. So am I ever gonna look the fanciest dressed than yes. I? No, I want people to feel comfortable in my yes. space. Yes. Yes. Because you know, at the end of the day, they're spending money to see me. Yeah. Like I don't want them to ever think that their money that they're giving me is going towards my personal splurging. Yeah. Or to show la la la. No, it's no. A bit, I got bills here. This yeah. Is <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yes. I'm just not a flashy person. I feel like with the new estheticians, they're and they're great. They're beautiful girls. Yes. But it's all about fashion and being trendy. You know, just be yeah. true to yourself. It, you know? it, be very true to yourself yes. and be grateful. And that's the part I'll never, ever, ever give up on is I always want to be grateful. I never want to come across as um, snobby or whatever. No. And, and I, that's why Vane, I didn't expect Vane to take off so well. I, I really didn't. I just thought I did. Right. See, and I did that. I just... <laughs> I just thought, man, I, I get asked all the time for people that say, do you want a job shadow? Do you do coaching? Do you do mentoring? And if I could create some sort of 
business structure so that I could bill for that time legally rather than just doing vanity edu whatever yes and it was so crazy to think of how many more people i've connected with as a result of that yes and it's just a great community that well you know when people ask me i can't believe you make a living waxing vaginas absolutely well i'm never going to tell you how much i make but it's pretty good living (laughs) my husband's Mm -hmm. my husband's a teacher and he yes (laughs) our daughter was and my husband has a master's degree Mm -hmm. and he makes great he makes great money i loved i loved I don't ever, teachers are underpaid. Yes, However, they are. They are very underpaid. However, they have summers off. Like, I understand all the they things that people say. They have insurance. They have, Vanity doesn't offer me insurance. Vanity no. doesn't have 401k. No, my husband, he works out at Hanford. I'm really happy I've got insurance, but you know, you can laugh about me waxing yeah. assholes all you want. Correct. But I have, at the end of the day, he I have has a, upper hand. I have a broth full of cash. I have a yeah. broth full of cash, but he's <laughs> <laughs> I have a personal 401k. That's right. And I don't even work for anybody. That's right. So he'll, he'll say stuff when it's his time to take a day off or something. Like if one of our, um, one of our, yeah, when the kids were younger, if one of our kids were sick, he says, well, I got to take the day off because, because I'll have a full day of clients. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, Lee makes like four times as much. Yes. It's my day to take it off. You I got a take. factor. It's like, you know, even after taxes, if you're doing good, you know, you should still have the upper <laughs> And he'll say stuff like, I cannot believe people pay. Uh, yeah, the beauty industry is very equitable and profitable yes. if you know what you're doing and do it right. What did they say when the market crashed, what, in the 30s? Yeah. People thought they weren't going to have any more money. So yes. they spend it on things that you normally wanted. Correct. So it's like... And, and <laughs> if COVID taught us anything, it's that people will get their hair done yes. and get their nails done and yes. before they feed their kids. That's a sad fact. Yeah. But skin is usually the last. Is the, they'll Which just, should be the first. It should be the first, but they'll... Hair and nails, they always freak. And lashes, those yes. lash girls. Proper crazy. makeup application doesn't come from Correct. anything unless you've got a good foundation of good skin. Correct. I'm going to really... Y'all young kids. That's right. Come that's in with right. great makeup, but bad skin. I'm just that's kidding. Right. No one has bad and skin. If, but you if know. your lash artist has to use a filter, yes. then that's time for a facial. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> On that note, we're talking about being grateful and graceful and humble. Yeah. And here we are shit talking. Shit. <laughs> it's called balance. Fuck you and your filter. It's just called kidding. balance. <laughs> And on that note, Taylor, I love you very much. I'm so, so proud much. of you. Thank you so much for being here Thank today. Thank you so much. This has been so good for me. And I love Spokane. And I love, I just love your space. It's just so welcoming. Thank and you. thank you for always being there for me and giving me the best always. advice. I always would be here for you. Always be a cheerleader for you. Thank you. Brennan. Oh, no problem. Thank you, Brennan. Yeah. Bailey had to excuse herself because she had a client. And so she's going to be so pissed. I know she's going to want it. I know. Bye, Bailey. <laughs> Hi, Michael. She's doing a service on him. Um, oh. So, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Any closing words? No. How can people find you on socials? So oh, yes. I have Instagram. It's, and again, I'm very bad at posting, but <laughs> it's I didn't uh, mean to shit Sugar and Glow Studio. <laughs> it's at Sugar and Glow Studio. I don't even know my own social media platform. <laughs> and then my website is Sugar and Glow studio.com okay yes good <laughs> yeah. yes. yes think about it it's like i don't even like i barely ever send like my booking link you know what i mean yes. but it's i mean that's a good thing but yeah and then sometimes on my social media you'll see a picture of my pug or my husband yes i try to keep my personal my business life private but yep. everyone likes to see pictures of my pug yes or my yorkie with no teeth or my lab yes i love my babies more than anything but yes other than that yeah. Well, you're just a beautiful person inside and out, and I love you. I love you, and too. Thank you. Yes, and thank you so much. And Brennan, thank you so much for joining us here today. Yeah. And you're with Spokecast. Brennan is my producer. He's been my producer and uh, my friend, editor, whatever the hell else you do. You're, producer, yeah, I would call it. Yeah, that, producer. That, that's it. That sounds fancy, and that's, the, <laughs> that's true, because I literally do nothing except him show up and record. So... It's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. You can give us a call at 509-598-8695 for Vanity. If you'd like to book a training, 509-979-VANE. And we will look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Sacred Flesh. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Podcasts. wherever you get your favorites. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.